This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770. Reflecting back on a year ago today, that wildfire started to move into Fort McMurray, forcing the evacuation of tens of thousands of people. Fire that ultimately ended up destroying about 10% of all the buildings in the community. Perhaps Canada's biggest ever natural disaster. Now, we're going to hear coming up after 1 o'clock from one of the MLAs for Fort McMurray, Wild Rose MLA, Tani Yao, talk a bit about his own experience a year ago and uh, his thoughts on, on where we are now a year later. But I wanted to focus a little bit more on the economy uh, of Fort McMurray. You know, as I mentioned before the break, uh, basically having Fort McMurray shut down had a considerable impact on Alberta's overall economy. I think that's how important uh, a lot of the oil sands activity is. But, of course, there's much more to Fort McMurray. Having a community shut down, having a community evacuated, having businesses damaged or destroyed, that's going to have a huge impact. So where are we at one year later? Joining us uh, for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program here today, Alexis Foster, who is Executive Director of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. Alexis, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I guess, I mean, on a personal note, like everybody else in the community, I mean, it's um, it's it's quite an occasion, I suppose, now marking a year since that fire and everything that the community has gone through. No, it's definitely going to be a, a day. And uh, thankfully, there are some events planned for people who do want to go out and, and uh, spend that time with other people. And then there, you do have the choice as well to, to just spend the day home alone, if that's what you want. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, I mean, it, it was unprecedented in so many ways in, in this country's history, but just to have a community of that size evacuated, um, basically shut down for, for as long as it was, I mean, that, that obviously exacted a devastating toll in so many ways uh, on, on businesses in Fort McMurray. Talk a bit about what, what the impact was. No, well, we definitely did notice that a lot of businesses who were shut down, a lot of them were actually shut down for at least a month, um, and they had to find office space outside of the city in order to operate. Unfortunately, many of them as well couldn't operate um, because they had to, to operate out of their main location, which was in Port McMurray. Um, and then when we returned, we saw issues with staffing, um, issues with uh, trying to get everything back to the way it was and restored a little bit. You had to do renovations and it was quite an undertaking. I suppose it was. I mean, for any business, obviously, you, you need customers. And, of course, you need employees. You need your workers to be there. And just, all, you know, all the turmoil in the community with, um, you know, people evacuated, people staying out of the community for different lengths of time. Some people were able to move back in soon. Others had to rebuild. You know, it's just that, that ripple effect of that kind of chaos. No, definitely. And, unfortunately, we still have a, a lot of people who haven't been able to return back to their homes or haven't seen their homes rebuilt yet. And uh, we have had a few people who have left the community, uh, which you obviously expect after such a, an experience like the Fort McMurray wildfire. So uh, it has definitely changed our community a little bit, but uh, we always keep reemphasizing how important our resiliency is. And that is something that you really do see in, in our region. Right. And I mean, some businesses, of course, had to rebuild themselves. Uh, so there, there was there was that side of it, too. 
No, definitely. And just, again, the issues with staffing, that was probably one of the largest issues that many of the businesses faced, especially in the service sectors, because if you had those people who were out of work for a month, it made sense for them to to pick up another job in Edmonton, Calgary, Newfoundland, wherever they were. And, And then they might have put roots down there and decided, you know what, it makes sense for me and my family right now not to return. So we definitely do understand that. And that was a a big issue that a lot of business owners faced when they did return. Well, of course, the other thing going on at Fort McMurray is is how the city is impacted by the downturn uh, in the oil and gas sector. And so what, what effect has that had over the last 12 months? Well, that is definitely uh, something that we keep seeing. And uh, we know that it's going to go on for a little while. Hopefully, we will start seeing some changes there. But we have been seeing some of the oil sands companies uh, move to more fly-in, fly-out operations. Uh, because that makes sense for them. We do keep trying to reiterate the importance of actually having uh, people live here and and be in the community, but uh, businesses have to do what they need to do to to make their business model work. All right, so what changes have you seen now then from from the worst of it a year ago to to what we're seeing today? Oh, well, (laughs) that is a hard question, to be honest. There have been so many changes. Um, One of the most positive that I've seen is uh, from the business support organization standpoint is that we work much more cohesively now together. Um, So the Chamber of Commerce, we have Community Futures, we have the Construction Association, we have the Aboriginal Business Association and our Economic Development Department. We are really, we've really gotten much better at communicating together and telling each other what we're doing and, and really trying to work together to provide what businesses need. Um, so we've actually, we partnered not too long ago to do a labor market scan. Um, it was the Chamber of Commerce, the Government of Alberta, and the RMWB's Economic Development Department. And we went out and we asked employers what they were looking for, and we asked workers what they were looking for. And we, we did get quite a bit of information back that's going to be very useful, we believe, going forward. Well, sir, I mean, you know, a lot of the rebuilding and reconstruction itself, I mean, represents some, some ec- economic activity in, in the community. So what's been the impact of, of having all of that transpiring? Well, so what we have uh, discovered actually from our labor market scan is that we're estimating there's going to be 1,400 construction jobs created in the region over the next five years. So that is one thing that we've noticed. Um, we also had Stats Canada come up and, and talk about the, the rebuild and, and the effect that it has on the economy. And we did see the oil sands companies, they went from producing 1.5 uh, million barrels to 3 million barrels. So it has been a bit of a difference there too so we can we're hopeful and we're going to continue to be optimistic i think going forward and that's sort of how we've gotten through this we've really tried to band together uh, as a community and hopefully we continue to do that and support those who who aren't back into their homes yet yeah yeah the word optimistic and i think we're hearing a lot of that this week i mean is there a real sense of optimism going forward i think so especially now with the snow finally melting and Temperatures are starting to get a little warmer. Thankfully, they're not as warm as they were this time last year. Yeah, but, okay. um, yeah, <laughs> so it, it is, we are optimistic. This is our community. This is our home. Uh, a lot of people don't realize all the great things Fort McMurray has to offer. Um, so we actually have a group of stakeholders coming down to the Calgary region um, from the 15th to the 17th of May to actually talk about what Fort McMurray has to offer um, housing prices, talk about child care options, talk about 
positions that are available. There are still careers here, but maybe not as much in the oil and gas sector right now, as you don't really find as many of those jobs across the province at the moment. But uh, we do still have a need for those nursing positions, um, those operators for uh, contractors, uh, those type of things. So we really do want to emphasize that this is a great place to live, work, and play and do business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, people can read more at fortmcmurraychamber.ca. Alexis, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me again. All right, there you go. That's Alexis Foster, Executive Director of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce, talking a bit about you know the economic impact of that fire and how the community has recovered economically since then. And certainly, you know, with, with all of that rebuilding, I mean, that, that's kind of the silver lining in that recovery, is that it represents a lot of economic activity in and of itself. But, uh, of course, as the community bounces back, businesses are able to rebuild and people are able to move back in and sense of normalcy comes back, you know, that, that helps. Uh, obviously, too, as we mentioned, I mean, that shadow still kind of cast over the city from the uh, impact of the downturn in, in the price of oil and all that's meant to Fort McMurray. I mean, that's still there. That's still you know, affecting the community. Well, here coming up after one o'clock, as mentioned from Wild Rose MLA, Tanny Yao, get his thoughts uh, on kind of where things are at uh, a year from now. A couple of interesting clips here from Wood Buffalo Mayor Melissa Blake reflecting on the one year anniversary and that day after the evacuation, learning that no one had died as a direct result of the fire. And just how, you know, for, for the people who were leaving, it wasn't a case of, you know, every, every person for themselves. People reporting running out of gasoline and didn't have food or supplies. It was incredible to see the response that was coming from our neighbors down the road from Albertans and even broader from just about every point of Canada. And I think that early response and reaction is what uh, probably gave people heart and hope when we really had lost so much already. Uh, well, yeah, and it was, you know, imagine after a day like that. But we were not anticipating the scale of evacuation that was going to be required or actual threat to probably people or property. So as I watched the afternoon weather inversion that was predicted occur and saw the crowning in the trees, the flames were coming up, it started early in the afternoon and I was seeing it behind Abbasand. And uh, as the hours went by, I saw it hit the top of Abbasand, which is where people were living. All right, we're going to have much more uh, coming up after 1 o'clock, and we've got a lot more to get to today as well. Before we go any further, though, it's time for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.